Podboys Productions. Hello, Brooklyn. This is Brooklyn Rebound Podcast, episode 132. Oof, two. Two is a number that you have, number of Twix you have in one package. And I feel like I've been tricked into reality here, breaking. Is, is Padre, am I going crazy or are things happening so fast that I don't even know where I am? Right you know now. what? I think you're you're close with the Twix thing, but it's really more like tricks. Yeah, like you said, you're tricked. It's like tricks. The rabbit gets no. It's for kids, so he gets no cereal, and that's like kind of like your your team gets no superstars. Well, I mean, why would a rabbit want to get cereal? Like it, it, it could be poisonous to a rabbit. Is that why it's really for the rabbit's benefit? And the whole time he, he doesn't know that and he's trying to get that cereal. But it's not it's not because it's for kids. That's an excuse. It's because it'll kill the damn rabbit. I mean, I think I think they're doing a noble mission to make sure that no rabbits eat cereal just randomly uh, from kids' hands because kids are really fucked up. You know, like ha- have you seen this thing called uh, TikTok, Quadro? Oh, I've seen it once or twice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, there people are really messed up on the internet. And that's I think what we should really talk about. How society is crumbling before Podnam's eyes right now. It has nothing yeah. to do with anything related on any to sports the news or Nets. Or yeah, no. Like that. Nothing like that. It's just yeah, I mean the state the state of the union, uh, you know, our boy Pod Pod Joe. Uh, he did yeah. a good job, but like I don't Maybe think I didn't, I didn't watch him. I'm afraid. I don't think the State of the Union is strong. I think it has room for improvement. So we should really dive into that today on episode you know one thirty two. Maybe if we get to it on episode one thirty two here, but I, I I do think we probably need to mainly focus on you know the state of the NBA because the trade line is was today as we're you know February 9th as we are recording this. And as usual, NBA doesn't sleep. It's crazy stuff going on all the time. And so, you know, there's no reason, and you being a big Nets fan and everything that happened, of course, there's no reason to talk about anything else but uh, the Super Bowl this weekend. You know, Super Bowl uh, 57. I even forgot that football exists. I mean, it's been a while since it's been on TV that I'm aware of. Right. Enum, how could you? You didn't you didn't sit in front of the TV with your popcorn watching the the Pro Bowl last Sunday. I mean I think it was flag football or something. I think it was flag football. I think it was like uh American Gladiator. I think it was also Guts oh. and Temple of Doom all at the same time. Yeah. If it was Guts and Temple of Doom, maybe I should have actually watched it because just like Pod Joe's uh so too, I did not really tune in. But of course, listen, it, it are you ready? Are you ready for the biggest Sunday in sports, Podnam? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl Fifty Seven, has all the Super Bowl action you need. Not only that, new customers can bet just five dollars and get two hundred in bonus bets instantly. Whoa! Plus, all customers can get in on the Super Bowl Fifty Seven excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boosts. Mm. Check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day between, I would say, between 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to see what prop bet will be boosted. What do you think, Nam? What's going to get boosted over here? I mean, there's going to be boosters everywhere for anything you want. Like, if you want to see something like Jalen, how many times Jalen Hurts says, fly, when he's hiking the ball, I mean, that could be a, a booster, right? Like, I think Eagles fly, so why wouldn't he say fly? The number of times could be three, four, or maybe you think more than that. That he says fly? Yeah. I'm going to say zero because I think that it's, it's that is their catchphrase too, like fly, Eagles, fly. I think he's going to say actually birds. He's going to say birds, birds. birds. 
I think he's going to do what Cardi B and Birdman did and go like like a like a bird noise. Yeah, there you go. Like a yeah, yeah. Pigeon. But those aren't really I don't think those will be profits on sure to fool the defense. Right. No, I don't think so. I think those are from the twisted mind of Enam. But what what's really going to be in there? I mean, we got to, you know, I guess just to get the boring stuff out of the way, the spread on the game as of now is uh Eagles uh the Eagles are uh, giving a point and a half to them Chiefs. Which we will not make a noise for. Not no, no. Not, not this show. Oh, no, 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 we won't. Unless, no. <laughs> okay. The over-under for the game is posted at 51 right now. And the money line's uh, minus 125 to the Eagles, so. I mean, who's going to take it? Are we mm. sold on... Jake from State Farm being the MVP at Super Bowl and leading... Oh, sorry, I meant Patrick Mahomes leading mm-hmm. the team that he has done once already, had two times into a championship. Are we trusting the young babyface assassin, Jalen Hurts, to bring the Eagles to the promised land? What do you think about you? If I have to go on the record now, which I guess I am, I think the Chiefs are going to actually win this one. I think Mahomes will get his second... Uh, Super Bowl MVP, well, victory and p- probably MVP. I guess there's like a small possibility that like Kelsey or someone, another offensive player could get it if if uh, Mahomes is looking pretty hot. Well, then they make some big plays. But I would say most likely Mahomes gets that. And, and I think the victory, I'm hoping it's going to be a good game. I think it will be. I think it might be a che- another Chiefs comeback, the Eagles rally early, uh, get up early by by 10 14 and or something like that and then the Chiefs rally by the end but it's not all lost for the Eagles I do think Jalen Hurts secures himself that state farm sponsorship and mm. Jake's going to be talking to him next season it's going to be tough for Jalen Hurts to get that sponsorship though after he ha- I mean if once he has it because his coach wasn't really good at acting and saying lines in the first couple of weeks of the NFL season right uh, he was he's very judged for his mannerisms and how his mic his mic work as if you were a wrestler his yeah. mic work yeah well I don't think it's gonna be a a, a situation where like where Reed's in there too with mm-hmm. with um, I think it's gonna be just just hurts either way with the Super Bowl the Kelsey brothers playing each other mm. that's Cleveland Heights Cleveland Heights is getting another ring so and that's where I grew up basically so they they did mention that when they were on uh one of the peyton manning monday night show or peyton and eli thing uh, i was forced to watch with my brother who's uh eli manning fanboy uh still you know that's this guy gets work and he doesn't do anything for it i, I don't get anyways don't get me going on eli manning padre don't let me i sure won't don't don't do it but i did get to see their interactions i'm a fan of the kelsey bros uh I think they talked a lot about being from Cleveland and how they would just go out in suburbia and the woods or whatever and do things that boys do. Now, I don't know what they were really going into that I didn't want to I don't want to do a little Freudian investigation on that. I'll just say that they were very happy boys growing up in their area of Cleveland Heights. That's what that's what came off when they were saying that. Well, go. Go uh, listen to that. Go back and hear them talk about that. But let's get back to these props here. Novelty props, Super Bowl specials, those are the things that people really get excited about, you know what I mean, when it comes to Super Bowl 57 now. Those novelty props, I mean, I saw one, I think, last two weekends ago about Joe Burrow throwing uh, over 200 yards in the first half. I think that's a very specific bet. But I think my one that I would be interested in, and I, I'm not look, I'm looking at them now here, and I think it says, all right, Patrick Holmes scores two touchdowns on his feet, one being rushing, and other being jumping or hopping in. I added that last part. That's a fake bet. Just number of touchdowns that Pat Mahomes will do rushing this year will be two, two and a half, or over, or two and a half under. Uh, I'm going to say under two and a half for me. For Maho- It was Mahomes rushing scores, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to say. I mean, I think pr- 
probably the reason for the line that's just very slight favoring to Philly is because they're not sure how banged up Mahomes still will be. Presumably is two weeks healthier, but you never know. So I don't think they're gonna he's gonna be running all around unless he has to more. So I don't think they're the Chiefs uh, and Andy Reid are going to scheme plays like that necessarily. If the plays break down, especially near the goal line, yeah, I could see him maybe running in one, but two over two, I think that's not a good bet for me. So can you think of a bet that would be fun for you involving um uh what's his name? Um the coach of the the Eagles, like how many times he challenges Nick Sirianni. Nick Sirianni, yeah. Is there a prop for Will Will uh, Sirianni throw the challenge flag in the game? That seems like I don't see it on here, but it's I'm not saying it's not on here. That could be a decent novelty type of bet. I don't know if that's a novelty. I'm saying novelty, but the novelty ones are like heads or tails or like how long is the national anthem going to be stuff like that. I guess in terms of like a challenge flag, I think he will throw the challenge flag. So if it's like over under, I guess it would be like over under 0.5 challenge flags thrown to make sense. I would say, I would say over. How many allowed, how many are you allowed to challenge just once you have, right? If you, it's the, you lose a timeout if you, if your challenge is unsuccessful. So yeah, so I, maybe they would, maybe the, it would be one and a half. Oh, over under for that. But if but if I see a point five, I'm hitting the over. Actually, the, my favorite one, and that's a good point there. But my favorite novelty one, I, I think, would be what color Gatorade would be dumped on the coach. Like, would it be blue, red, yellow, or I, I don't know if they're going to do a, a light blue. It's considered the same thing. I would think so. Right, blue is blue, right? Because of frost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if the Chiefs win and, and Reed does get the dousing, I hope they don't do red Gatorade because he's already going to be dressed in a huge red. He is Santa Claus. Yeah. I want to see that. Yeah, I want to see that blue Gatorade, light or dark blue Gatorade, splashing that mustache. Mm, mm. That walrus. That's, I'm not going to probably bet on that one, but that's what I want to see. Listen, here's interesting. Any offensive lineman to score one plus receiving touchdown that's a plus 3500 i mean if that happens you could bet ten dollars and be rich man all they have to do is do a essentially a mm-hmm. trick play where they bring in an extra offensive lineman on the goal line and toss it to him i don't know if either the chiefs or eagles have done any of those type of shenanigans this year i can't think of a time when they mm-hmm. hit offhand but that would be quite. I mean, why not throw a dollar? And by the way, I will say I will take the. I, since I took the Chiefs, they'll be getting the points. But I guess if you take the Eagles, will you take them with the one and a half? Now I'm a little more invested in this pick as in terms of hatred towards one of the teams, emotionally invested. Um, but true. but the thing is, I'm also a big fan of It's Always Sunny. So. If I have to choose between another episode of It's Always Sunny, hopefully based on this Super Bowl and seeing that as a result of the Eagles winning, I'm okay with that. Uh, As a Cowboys fan, I won't like the fact that if I have to interact with the Eagles fan and they say, whatever, whatever, we won, blah, blah, blah. I know the Cowboys won the Super Bowl, my Super Bowl, which is beating Tom Brady. And they did that. So I'm, I'm a winner no matter what. So I will be taking the Eagles to win this because they weren't supposed to win last time against, uh, against Brady. Um, but they did it. And I think, I think Patrick Mahomes is going to go down ultimately as he'll have a really good performance, but I think the Eagles defense, uh, is able to make a couple takeaways and scores and that'll be it. It'll be a wrap. All right. That's a wrap. I'm going to predict a score of 41 to 30. No, it's 29. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Oh, okay, pretty, pretty. What about big you? Big edge then. So that's you obviously be taking yeah. the points, the the small amount of points there. Not gonna predict a one point game. Yeah, I think Chiefs, uh, thirty one, Eagles thirty. Uh, I was gonna say twenty eight, but that's I. I don't think it'll be that clean. Let's say Chiefs thirty one, Eagles twenty nine. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I think uh, we'll rub it in each other's faces when we try to remember the numbers of what we picked. 
That's right. We'll pour some blue Gatorade on our each other's faces and rub that. And we'll be back from these sponsors. It's worth it. But just remember, guys, if you do $5 at least, you can get 200 mm. in bonus bets from DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, mm. All you got to do, though, is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code BKRB. It's a great code. It's one of the top mm. codes ever to be on a podcast advertisement ever, I would say. Yeah, sources are telling me uh, uh, that's a top code. I mean, I got Same a sham bomb, bomb over here. Yeah. I got a Woj bomb. They're they're fighting over who gets the bomb out first. That code BKRB is the top code to use. Yeah, I mean, th- they've been trying to use that code on their ads when, and we're like, guys, there's only one Brooklyn Rebound Network. It's right here, and you can download the Jackson Sportsbook app. Represent BKRB by entering that code BKRB. New customers can bet. $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code BKRB. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. It's that double L, man. I mean, just. just yeah. I mean, I'm not as cool as well, Jay, you, you, so I can't drop you, that. You're mentioning you the know? double L. You're having an issue with it when reading, uh, you know, reading our ad copy. And unfortunately, if I could circle back around to the main topic of today, a double L may be what the Brooklyn Nets have taken in the last week or so. Uh, I don't know if that that may be an oversimplification. I don't know if how you see these L's or if you see them. I would have to assume you see them as L's for the franchise here. But I'll I'll let you take the floor, Nam. I want to hear... The raw emotion. What what are you feeling at this time right now? Trade deadline, twenty twenty three. It's gonna go go down in infamy, I think. But we'll see. Pancho, I I wasn't planning on getting emotional on this on our recording today. We had scheduled this recording, you know, just based on us wanting to put out an episode. It it had to be coincidence, absolutely, that it happened to be on the trade deadline on Thursday, and you know. From the heart, my raw emotion is, I'm sorry, Nets world. I'm sorry. I apologize. So I'm, I'm, I shouldn't have moved away mm. from the village of Prospect Heights where Barclay Center went. It, it, this is my fault. I left that vicinity area. It doesn't matter if I moved across the country, across the world. I left that, that tiny village that I lived in for 13 years. And in one year, James Harden, gone. Kyrie Irving, Mm. gone. And then Kevin Durant, gone. This is my fault. If I didn't leave, they wouldn't have felt the need to leave. And I'm really, really sorry, Nets fans. I know it's going to be a long couple. It's going to be a long winter, even though there's only six more weeks or five more weeks now, according to the groundhog, Tuxapani, Punxsutucket, Pawtuck. Just call him Punk. He's a punk. Punky Brewster. Punk Phil. Punky Brewster Phil. Yeah. Well, that's big of you now taking it all upon yourself, but is that really fair? You know. I don't know. It's not fair to Nets fans, but... Let's look at it this way now, Padre. You're seeing this news, whatever. You're 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 up late. You're not up late. You're up at a normal time. The rest of the East Coast has fallen asleep, including your boy Padnam. And you know, I was obviously listening to a book on Slenderman because that's what one does when they go to bed. Um, it's actually an investigation. Slenderman is there multiple? Uh, is there multiple of them? Uh, it's actually a sequel. Slenderman. Slender okay. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> Oh, okay. But, you know, I, I can go into that. I can go off that. But, but little did you know, it was really the Slim Reaper that would be making all the news. Although Slim Reaper and Slenderman have a lot of physical characteristics. So as I as I woke up this yeah. morning, I know that I felt something was off. You know, something was off. And I noticed that there was three dogs that were surrounding me, like protecting me, like at my feet on my left side, on my right side, from something terrible afoot. And, you know, I woke up, I woke up, and I found out that I was out of milk 
in the fridge today. So I could not have cereal. Like it was, it was traumatic. Uh, so like, it's been a really awful day, um, over here at, uh, yeah. Studio CT. Yeah. Yeah. Dark day for Studio CT. The studio itself maybe takes some responsibility for, I guess, being where you left to leaving Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. The milk situation is bleak, mm-hmm. but really I would just want to focus in on, I have it up here just so we can be specific. This this is a Reddit post that kind of breaking it down saying it, it, the title is It's Official. The Brooklyn Nets turned Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving into Michael Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, seven first-round picks, two second-round picks, and a 2028 pick swap. So that really breaks down what came in, what came out over the past two years. There, yeah, there's that. I think you. that's the same article I saw today. I had a trouble dealing with Kyrie Irving for different reasons, but like I was bothered that the fact that he asked for a trade because he, they were playing so well. You had an 18-2 record uh, in January. or no, in December? January, I think. Yeah, um, no, maybe I'm wrong. But anyways, it, January. yeah, they played really well. They looked like, you know, a team to be reckoned with. And Kyrie had some game winners, had some good plays. And they just, got up to fourth in the East, I believe. No, I mean, they were, no, they were, I think, fourth or maybe they tied at third. But they, yeah, they had fourth. Um, but maybe, maybe yeah. Third, yeah. So I gave up on following up on Twitter. I deleted my Twitter app, deleted on my Reddit. Um, because I was like, I can't deal with the stress of any more trades, but it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Uh, and I even, well, let me show you this. I, uh, I, I took a picture of all my notifications for the athletic. And this is what came up. Padre. Mm. Let's see here. It says, okay. So I have these head headlines from my athletic notifications. Uh, it says Marquette upsets number four, Yukon. Final UConn 52, Marquette 59. Another headline is Romero helping Tottenham. Spurs' best defender has fearless aggression. Another one is UConn defeats Marquette men. It's 87 to 72. USMT personal okay, intrigue. Why U.S. soccer won't rush to form. And then there's NCAA uh, bubble watch. There's something about the Mets roster projection. Nothing of the sorts. Of any notifications this morning on the identity, the core, the reason why all these Nets fans started coming more to the games was Kevin Durant. Um, and Kyrie Irving, but Kevin Durant alone. And then I had to find out through an email mailer that he got traded. An email. Who finds out breaking news through email, Padre? No one. What, what was the email from? Oh, uh, it was Mr. actually from. Taylor. Is it from the Nets being like we traded? It to- was. It was actually Michael Rappaport. He was. He was emailing me. He's like, "Yes, Nick's for Nick's uh, forever." Fuck he's Kevin Durant, you. that okay. piece of shit. And uh, I think he's the winner of the, the trade. I think. I think he's yeah. the winner. Wow. The ultimate winner of the trade, Michael Rappaport himself. Okay, maybe can maybe can finance another documentary about like early 90s rap with his wins here i don't know i mean obviously like i said it's it's it seems to be a dark situation Uh, maybe if i didn't say that i feel like this is a dark situation for a for a fan of a team but you have experience when you have you have experience in this loss and grief well that's true that that is true the greatest player of all time congrats to lebron james uh leave your team twice um, and then also you had Kyrie Irving, which is one of your favorite players, leave and ask for a trade. So you kind of understand how I feel in a way, at least before 2016. Yes. You did, right? I did. I mean, I guess the thing that makes the difference is, I mean, the the main thing that makes the difference is we got the chip, at least. You, you know, did we, get the We chip. got one. Yeah. I can die in peace, uh, Bill Simmons style, you know. But even apart from that... Uh, it wasn't like this all at, you know, uh, yeah, Kyrie um, asked to be traded out of there. Then LeBron left a couple of years later. I mean, it wasn't this domino effect that we're seeing now. Obviously, Kyrie being a big part of both situations is telling. And, and no one's surprised at this point. I guess we should mention he's on the, the Mavs now with Luka. 
and we'll see how that ends up. I have even heard talkings like Kyrie really wants to be on the Suns, which is obviously where Durant got traded to. So that would make sense. He would want to do that. He wants to be next to his his buddy, and I think a friendship like Kyrie and Kevin, they deserve each other. They should really spend more time together. And get the best out of the situation, whether it's literally having people in your friend group get hired by the Nets or uh, part of incentives is literally buying houses uh, for Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, DeAndre Jordan, but apparently no one else. Also, you know, mm-hmm. make sure that you have the right person to talk to you during games and practices and getting the one that built the culture, make sure they get fired and only to offend one of the head coaches who's a humanitarian and former two-time MVP by putting out anti-Semitic rhetoric and getting him fired. You know, like it's these, these things are all little, little blips on, on the road to a strong friendship Uh and relationship. You know, like I, I wish I had that the way they have like me and you, like I can only aspire that our friendship goes that way. Yeah. I mean, we don't like play Call of Duty and with each other and troll and stuff like that, which I think is probably a big foundation of their thing too. So maybe that's where we need to look next to get our friendship goals up. But I don't know if it's possible or not. I mean, we I could mean, work on the burner account level up, you know, upping that a little bit. Although yeah, Twitter's charging true. for that's stuff true. now, so I don't know. We might be priced out. Yeah, of the maybe company. we need to look at maybe we need to look at Parlor or something like that. <laughs> we'll see. Truth that true social. Yeah, yeah. I think I think maybe we'll start doing that. <laughs> oh man. I mean um listen, I want I want to get obviously get into the West, especially and with this trade deadline, see how the Suns are gonna be, see how the maps are gonna be, all this stuff. But like we're you know, I'm sure we'll keep talking about this in future episodes about what happened to this Nets era, but 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 for real, like what and then I'll leave you alone about it. But what, like, what, what are you thinking about? Are are you despairing right now, being a, a fan of this, one of the most prominent fans of this franchise? Uh, are you ready? Like, fuck it, it's over. Are you like, what? Where are the stages of grief? I guess are you. I mean, I would say I'm one of the diehardest Brooklyn Nets fan in history of Brooklyn Nets. You know, and that that itself yeah. is uh, is something that won't change uh it doesn't matter who's on the team i've said this over and over again but there is and i think i'm gonna do a you know a uh, maybe my own take just me and one mic nas mm-hmm. style and dive into the history of my fandom because there's part of this phoenix suns kept direct yeah. trading to the phoenix suns that's very heavy in my head oh. too so I didn't even think about that. Wow, okay. Right, right. There was. I'll just give you one tidbit. There was this one time, I think it was me and, and Justin. It was, I think it was season one or two, and I think it was right when Devin Booker and then DeAndre Aiden, because Aiden's been in the league for like six, seven years, right? At least, give or take. Yeah. Um, about, yeah. Yeah. So it was around that time, and I think the guy I was talking about, like, oh, yeah, I was a Steve Suns fan back then. But I've been here and I was just we were getting to know each other. He's like, but like the Suns look like they have something going on now. Like they have these really good players and I think they could make some noise in a couple of years. And he's like, are, and then he asked me, like, are you regretting that decision to go to the Brooklyn Nets? And I'm like, no, God, no. Like, and this is when we had Deron Williams, I think, and Joe Johnson. And, and I don't know if KG was there or not, but whatever. And I was just, I was like, no, I, I made the right decision. This is great. Like, I'm going to be on my team but like now there's a realistic possibility that the 1993 little pod nom might be victorious in his his dream redemption of charles barkley kevin johnson dan marley um setting the sun and now the sun rises again i would say like it would be almost like a phoenix i, I wish there was a word you know that i could uh, really describe how this has eclipsed Past all of my emotions. Arising, yeah. Yeah, right. Well, listen, I'm looking forward to that solo pod, I guess, you're, talk- you're talking about when you get in the lab and really break that all down. I think that's going to be a good one. But but maybe we should transition then What it, about these suns. I mean, will they, they are rising. Will the 90s, early 90s team or even the mid-2000s teams be redeemed? No, no championships to speak of there. 
now they got Durant and you know Chris Paul is rapidly aging. Uh, how many years does he have left? Maybe I mean, one. he's doing he's doing the speed walking commercials for a reason. He's he's definitely yeah he's definitely getting up there, and it's literally uh, they're flying into the sun with this team. They they put they put in the new owner. Uh, if the new owner wasn't sped up, uh, Matt Ishby as finalization of the sale last week, this trade doesn't happen. Kevin Durant is in that uh, because they got the Nets couldn't turn down the possibility of all the picks that they've already lost uh, in James Harden trade. And also they weren't getting that kind of traction during the summer when Kevin Durant asked for a trade. So it's almost like they got their wit, everyone got their wish in a way. And I think the, the Suns only need like one signing that will be a veteran that is huge or whatever. I don't know who's going to be, be bought out now, but they have, they have it all to win. I know Mike Mikel Bridges and Cam Johnson are a huge part defensively, but they, they will win uh, at least their uh, their division. Yeah, who's in their division? Clippers, uh, Lakers, Warriors. Yeah, yeah. I mean that doesn't. They should, but it doesn't really. That doesn't really matter. I mean, I'm saying like they need to win the whole thing. Right, but like they're right. fifth right now, right? And they're there's like they're like yeah, a game let me look at between the number four or number three and all the way down to 10 or like two games apart. Yeah. Like well, the West is crazy, uh, but the real quick though, since you mentioned with the Nets picks, by the way, they did also get more picks by flipping, by flipping a uh, Jay Crowder into the box for five. Yep. So that's another veteran off the Suns as well too, though. But yeah, the, the West is wild right now. Uh, I think everyone's been making fun of John Morant because he, because of his whole thing about, you know, were good in the West that he said earlier in the season, even when the Grizzlies had a couple struggles. They're still in second. There's a pretty good margin of five games or so between, four and a half games between the Nuggets in first and the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. But from the Grizzlies on down to, yeah, the Suns are fifth. On, on down to basically the Warriors, who have 28 wins in the nine seed right now. It's tight. It's That's a span of three, four games. Like I mean, it's really bunched up. The Mavs are fourth now with... So basically, it goes Nuggets, Grizzlies, Kings, Mavs, Suns, Clippers, Pellies, T Wolves, Warriors, Blazers. That would be if the playoffs started today. If the play-in started today, the Blazers are half a game ahead of the Jazz right now to get in the play-in. But yeah, between the number, especially I'll start between number three and number number eight. There's not more than two games between all those teams with five seeds there. So that's really tight. I mean. Now we're looking at the Suns. All right, we'll take it out of the equation. They have to win this year. Now we can we can kick that ball down the line a little bit. Mm-hmm. But just mm-hmm. just talking about the rest of the season here, you would think the Suns will be heading back up toward the top of the standings. I don't count the Warriors out at all for getting in the playoffs. I think the Mavs are going to be obviously better. So, so after today, but let's simplify this. After today, who are the top three? teams at who will be the top three teams uh don't look at their records but by the end of the year just like who do you think just in the west you mean whatever yeah yeah in the west the top three teams you say don't look at the record but you do you mean yeah don't count how many games are left don't look at like realistically mathematically just your strong opinion when you say best that means best record by the end of the season though yeah, yeah. I mean, or, or who's or best position to best in the position to win a championship? These three teams in the West yeah, yeah. would be the best position to win the championship. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I do think the Suns got to be number one now. Then, I guess the Nuggets, and then it's tough. I mean, I'm tempted to go with the Mavs, but really, I don't know if that's. I mean, I. I guess I'll say Grizzlies because mm. their team has been solid all year mm. and they have played great defense and everything. But, you know, when it gets to playoff time, now that Kyrie's there with Luka, I mean, if they just get a third guy every night to contribute meaningfully, which is quite possible, I think they can make some noise. And the Kings are a team, they're in third right now, right? But where it looks like, oh, they'll finally be in the playoffs, longest playoff drought in the league and all that. And I'd love to see that happen. But now I'm like, could they even fall out back into the play-in with what's going on? Possibly. 
Warriors, you said? I didn't say. No, I'm talking about the Kings. Oh, the Kings, yeah. I think those are valid. I'm questioning your picking of not picking LA teams. Do you feel that the move... You're thinking the, the Clippers? Yeah, I think the Clippers made some great moves. They got Eric Gordon. They got Miles Plumley. They got, I think, not Jalen McDaniel, someone else. Um, but they got some picks, pickups there. They got rid of John Wall. Uh, and then the Lakers got Mo Bamba, yeah. D'Angelo Russell, uh, someone else I forgot. But these teams, their standings won't reflect the talent on their team now. They're 13th in the West. I do feel if I don't know if you did enough time to get like together as a team, but we did see this with LeBron's last year in Cleveland, where you, you remember they just traded all these players and got in different talent. They still made it to the finals. Yeah, I just don't know if there's time or space. I mean, I d- I fully expect the Warriors to finish in the top ten. Uh, so that leaves one more playing spot right now being occupied by the Blazers. Who got rid of Josh Hart for nothing, basically, or for Cam yeah. Reddish, but for nothing. Yeah. I guess I could see them blaze, them catching up there, staying ahead of the Jazz Thunder and all that, but I'm not really excited about it with the moves they made. And there's like a whole thing about like, are they going to try harder now that LeBron broke the record and that's over? They can't just turn it on like that. And then when you're talking about the Clippers, the, the guys they brought in don't move the needle for me, really. I still I think if they're gonna make noise, it is just gonna be with, with George and Kawhi, obviously. Which are getting healthier. And maybe yeah. they'll yeah. yeah, maybe it's finally coalescing to have a good run here this year. So and I hope it does. Like this th- I think this playoffs are gonna be great this year. But if you're saying top three They don't make the they don't make the cut. I think I like the other teams more. Even if we're getting I pick I I went with Grizzlies for my third pick. Mm-hmm. And I think if the clips get I think if the Clips get in, have to play either the Grizzlies or the Nuggets, that's not a good matchup either way for them. Mm. I could see them definitely taking the Mavs. I could even, I think even the Suns, it's maybe a better matchup for them. But either way, I don't know. The Clippers have too much of a choking history in the playoffs for me to, it's it's just tough for me to pick them. Is it? This is I mean, this we've never seen this before. We've never seen this much like MVPs literally be traded at a deadline, and also change the dynamic of the whole conference and balancing of like competitiveness between teams. Like, I am afraid that I'm going to enjoy this so much uh, as a basketball fan. I'm like really, really intrigued. As a Nets fan, obviously, I'm cautiously optimistic of anything now, but. Um, you know, like it is this polo swing water actually water? Like I don't know. Like things have changed so upside down. But I do know the NBA playoffs are gonna be ridiculous to watch and the rest of the season I'm yeah. I'm plugged in. I got my leap pass I'm good. Yeah. Well do you wanna talk east at all then? I mean like Yeah. They, there wasn't other than the Nets pardon thing, there wasn't the talent left the east to the west, basically. Yeah. Small moves. Small moves are made. You know, like I said, Crowder went to the box and all that, but but before I get into the standings as a whole, or as part of that talk, I guess, what do you think? Are the Nets still going to make the playoffs here? Uh, Nets have enough talent to make the playoffs, but it's not going to be, I mean, it'll be basically from where they are down to barely the sixth spot. I think the people are under the mist. We didn't even talk about what Cam Thomas is doing um, as yeah, he's, he's been- filthy. Putting up 40 again. Yeah, uh, no one, he's the youngest player ever do that. He beat LeBron's record of what of what have you, of three nights in a row, 40 something points. And Nick Claxton has been a beast all year. He's, he's Now he's going to have more role. And then he has Spencer Dinwiddie, who was actually having career high numbers. Uh, and talk about the return of the GOAT T and back in the business, uh, back in the, the borough. Uh, I'm 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 sure that helped a lot of not hatred towards Suns ownership and management because they got a fan we got a fan favorite back uh, and Spencer Dinwiddie but it's not enough yet uh, they have a lot of they 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 can make a decision on if Ben Simmons is not going to go at all for the rest of the year which I don't think he's healthy enough to do it um, I think there's something really wrong with his back or leg or whatever. Um, that affects his mobility. If once they make the decision on Ben Simmons and how they want to do it, um, then they'll 
then in the future they'll be good. Right now, I think they're they're basically like a Utah Jazz team, right? They have pieces. They could be good at some nights and win some games, but not enough to strike fear into anyone's heart or anything. So uh, I think they'll make the playing game, if anything. But that's about it. Yeah. So I mean, and if that's the Jazz comp, I mean the Jazz are farther below in the standings right now than the Nets, obviously, in the West, but. That's the best they're going to do is sneak into that play. Right, and they were really good early in the season. So that's what, like, I see very much of a comparison where the Nets had a very high winning period and so did the Jazz. But now things are, the universe is balancing itself. So are the conferences and so are all the teams. Yeah. Yeah. Well, more, yeah, more opportunity for the young guys they have now. Obviously, less pressure, all that stuff. So you're wearing a shirt there that says, uh, Cavaliers right. on it, and I, the logo is that a throwback logo? Uh, yeah, this is like this. I think the seventies ish style one, I believe, Austin Carr era. And that's Guillermo de, de Matoya um, from the Princess Bride on your shirt. Oh, uh, I no, it's not. Uh, I don't think that's him. It's uh, it's it, it's more of a you it's killed more of the Count of Monte Cristo. Hmm. Hmm. So uh, a pirate colonizer. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Cool. What do you think of Cavaliers? <laughs> uh, yeah. What do you think of the Cavaliers? Are they legit? They're at fourth right now. I'm not picking them to win the champ, the chip this year or anything, but I think they're definitely legit. They basically did nothing at the trade deadline here. We'll see if they might make a pickup or or uh, of someone that got um, if they if there's anyone available after the deadline here, basically. Hmm. Or if they uh, any buyout candidates, or if they buy anyone out, like people are talking about, Kevin Love, maybe he might get bought out. I don't think it's going to happen, but they so they didn't do much, and they but they did, did. They really need to do that. One much. of two teams that didn't make any trades were yeah. Cavaliers the and the Bulls. Yeah. Okay, Bulls. I think the Bulls should have made a move if they had the opportunity to, but neither here nor there. I mean, the Cavs have, yeah, maybe they could strengthen the wing position, but. Okoro's been looking pretty good the past few games. So he might finally be figuring it out. You know, Levert is frustrating, but he he has his moments. The bench, you know, could play better, but you know, Rubio's not playing any back-to-backs, but he's but he is back playing games, so he's helping with that a lot. They played yesterday, admittedly a terrible Pistons team, but without Mitchell and Garland, and they still routed them. You know, with like Howell Neto starting at point guard, the pieces they have, I think, is really solid. So I think they can match up with anyone in a seven game series. The issue being now, I am happy that the Nets look to be heading downward in the standings. The, the Cavs had already passed them a few games ago anyway, but mm-hmm. obviously if Durant had stayed, it would be a different story potentially in terms of the back and forth there. Now it looks like the Cavs should definitely, if, if things keep going how they will, they'll definitely get a home series to start the playoffs, which I think is sorely needed. The, the main issue they have, I believe, is that they struggle on the road to close games out mm-hmm. when they're great at home. Yeah. So if that can get figured out, yeah, I think they could. I, I would not write them out for making the finals. Like, against the Bucks or the Celtics, I think it would definitely be tough. Um, they've done well against the Celtics this year, but early on in the season, they haven't played in a while. Yeah, the Bucks are are a tough matchup, especially in Milwaukee. But I mean, do you agree with this at all? Like, they, I think they have the pieces, and they just need more experience. And I think the only the only thing that I mean, they've won four in a row. They're playing well. Um, I think the Cavaliers they can win two series, but it depends on the matchup. I think it's all of it. the only thing that could uh, affect their home. First round potentially, you know, the Miami Heat, they're getting healthier and they're playing a little better now. Yeah. And I think there's only every every team now in the Eastern Conference is questionable. Like even though it's Celtics, Bucks, Sixers, Cavs, Nets, whatever, Heat, Knicks, Hawks, I think there's a question mark with the Bucks uh depth. Um and they just added added Jake Crower hoping to help that, but I haven't noticed Jake Crower being a reason why anyone wins the championship. And he, I, I've never put that that point together. 76ers have this thing. <laughs> he has been, I saw this today too, he has been par- traded or part of a trade for LeBron, Kyrie, and Dur- now Durant. Mm, that's true. Which is that crazy. That is true. That's crazy, yeah. The Bucks, 
you can believe in them as a champion because they've had it before, but Chris Milton is still not healthy and they don't have PJ Tucker like last time. So there is still that question mark. Right. And 76ers, Doc Rivers is an easy question mark. Can James Harden actually last until the Western Conference? Because you, you see him peter out. I don't know if it's emotionally, mentally, whatever, physically. Um, so the Cavaliers have the advantage of being young and doing it just on the fly, which I think is a very good thing to have as an advantage. So Yeah. And the other advantage they have, the other clear advantage they have against most teams in the league is just that, and you see it reflected in their really strong defense, but also point the big guys they have, just other teams just don't have that mm-hmm. matchup capability. Right. Like when you get Allen and Mobley out on the floor together, it's very tough on teams. You're gonna be, other teams are giving up a lot of points in the paint, and they're struggling in the paint on the other on their offensive end. You know when you go up against those guys, so it's tougher teams. And that's what the big part of the, the success, I believe. Uh, that being said, like I, if the Cavs could add a, a, a nice backup center, you know, Robin Lopez is fun when he goes out there for you know, see him th- chuck up a three ball or do his hook shot and stuff. But if we had a legitimate backup at that position, I think that would even put us over the edge further mm-hmm. to keep all the rotations consistent. But yeah, I'm I'm still pretty excited about about my Cavs right now. And they were struggling for a little bit there, but yeah, the last week or week and a half, they seem to have turned it around. Unfortunately, they did drop a tough one to the Heat. Yeah. I mean... Their I, last time they played the Heat, which I would like to have that one back. But They remind me of the young Heat team before Shaq with like Ron Butler, Lamar Odom, Dwayne Wade. They remind me of like this young, excited team um, that, has, that knows how they want to play and they have a player that can get off they have multiple players that can get off their own shot uh, on the team, um, which is oh, yeah. exciting to watch. And no one's going to – I think this is probably the only podcast other than an actual another Cleveland Cavs podcast that will talk about the Cavs this long because I don't think they're going to get any credit. Don Mitchell is a superstar, but uh, we haven't seen him become a, like a superstar in the playoffs yet. So, Yeah, well, see, I mean, he had the big battle with um... – Against the Nuggets Jamal the Murray. other year. Yeah. With Jamal Murray, yeah. Which was the first round. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's starting in the All-Star game at the guard position. So, you know, he's clearly a superstar at that level, like, from fan perspective. But, yeah, we'll see if he really takes it to the next level in the playoffs, which I obviously hope he does. He's been struggling with the grind injury for a few weeks now. So that's not yeah. ideal, but we will see what happens, yeah. Yeah, shout-outs to his groin. I hope it gets better. Shout-outs to Mitchell's groin. That's what you hear on Brooklyn Rebound Podcast. Mm-hmm. That's what you yeah. come for. You come for those hard-hitting facts and then shout-outs to a human anatomy of a of a basketball player. Yep. Yeah, which, by the way, I mean, that's people are saying somewhat facetiously, but maybe it's somewhat true a little bit, that the, what really got the Cavs galvanized again to start um, taking care of business is that Grizzlies game from the other week where, where they got with suspicions. a couple Mitchell got you know uh, ejected but it was a Dylan Brooks back at it with you know mixing things up being a, a dirt bag you know basically kicked Mitchell or put it put his leg up right into Mitchell's area there so the Grizz have got. I thought it was like a up backhand uppercut, like Ryu can into his balls. It was, yeah, maybe it was not his leg. I'm yeah. trying to remember now. Yeah. I guess it was his arm, yeah. So and then yeah. Mitchell shoved him and everything through the ball, but yeah, the Grizzlies are mixing things up with their mouths and with their actions on the court. That's you know I like the Grizzlies, but they are getting a little bit. Uh, they are get, getting the hate on them now, and for some good reason, I think. And yeah, people are pointing to that too for a couple of things. I mentioned the, the Ja thing earlier about the, the moves in the West. It's just the West and all that. We get in the you West. Know, so this is when I wish Game of Zones was still on for me to process I know. all these movement and trades. But it, it is what it is. This NBA season is more exciting based on this is probably the most exciting trade deadline. As an NBA fan, I've ever uh, lived in that I that I could remember, uh, and I still I have plans to go to be at Barclays this Saturday. Uh, I don't think that's going to change. I'm still going to be there because what's the who are they playing? Playing, I think they're playing Bulls tonight or Heat. One of the whoever is not playing tonight 
Uh, I think they're playing the Bulls tonight, so they're playing the Heat. Yeah, the Bulls tonight. On Saturday, yeah. Go Nets. Go Nets, yeah. And then this would be the redemption of Jimmy Jimmy Butler. Maybe we can in- – no, I wouldn't want to injure anyone, but Jimmy Butler is the reason why Kevin Durant is gone. Literally, he, he popped his MCL, and then that was the last time we saw <laughs> – <laughs> we saw Kevin Durant. Uh, so the return, the prodigal son has returned, you know, without TJ Warren in the building anymore, too. He's he's now a Phoenix Sun <laughs> again. So man. Well, yeah, it was it was an exciting one. We gotta talk again soon on the whole thing. Yeah, maybe we'll get back for the all-star break here coming up very shortly. And uh, see what what's happening then. Uh but yeah, I don't know. No, I'm I feel like it it does suck that the the Nets didn't, you know, with all that talent didn't get one. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. They keep things exciting. We'll see how this new ownership proceeds moving forward and uh yeah. I mean, I'm happy to know that we uh one of us will be in at at Utah or in Utah ish uh during the All Star to talk to our old friend Andre Karolenko. Who's still hanging out there? Oh, AK forty seven. You think he'll be there still? Oh no, he's still there. Like this is the, this is the Jazz's you know biggest moment. Um, Deron Williams is coaching one of the Rising Sun teams, so like you know we'll hopefully we'll see Carl Malone, Malone and his high school friend um, you know there too. Like there's there's a lot of things to look forward to with, uh, the NBA season, okay. but we should definitely talk to AK forty seven and his feelings and everything. Okay. I hope I hope he is there and like Putin didn't like draft him back into the army or something. Oh, I mean, he'll be in the troops. You, you over think there. he might be in Ukraine? Hopefully not. Yeah, hopefully not. Possibly. <laughs> oh, we'll try, we'll try to track him down. Yeah, our old friend AK forty seven. All right, but yeah, I mean, until then, I think that's about gonna do it. Like, say subscribe to Brooklyn Rebound Podcast. Obviously, use code BKRB on DraftKings Sportsbook. Hmm. Yeah, watch some NBA. Keep it going. It's it's like we said. It's the the league that never sleeps. You know. Mm. Yeah, league L N S. I mean, that's just like that's anything else, guys. Let's go Nets. Uh, stay stay safe. Watch out for any more trades that will wake you up. Uh, I'm talking about stock trades. Uh, I'm talking mm-hmm. about like fair market trade. Uh, you know, you also yeah. have to worry about uh, traders. You know, if you're watching a, a show mm-hmm. like I'm watching Last of Us right now, are there any traders uh, that will portray? Or there is even a show called The Traders right now on also a reality show. Yeah, so trades are always happening, and we'll be here, guys, always to report them whenever they happen at somewhere in some location. Don't feed the tricks rabbit either. Put him to sleep. Yeah, let's trade. Let's let's trade. Uh, good times next episode, Padre. We'll do it, man. Peace. Pod Boys Productions.